Thrive Sweet Productions. And welcome back to This Day in Sports History. It's February 13th, and on this day in 1977, speed skater Eric Hyden did something that no American had ever been able to accomplish. Now, if you're a fan of the Olympics, then you are probably familiar with the name Eric Hyden and his winning five gold medals in the 1980 Winter Olympics in speed skating. He, along with the U.S. Olympic hockey team, were the heroes in Lake Placid that year. But three years earlier, Eric Hyden was definitely not a household name and, in fact, was little known outside of speed skating circles, pun intended. Haydn was an 18-year-old college freshman competing on the other side of the globe in the Netherlands in the World All-Around Speed Skating Championships over the span of two days. Now, as the name suggests, this was a test of speed skaters in four different distances. On day one, Haydn won the 500-meter event, the shortest of the four distances. His follow-up to that later in the day was a third-place finish in the 1,500-meter to put him in a good spot heading into day two. Now, day two here on the 13th featured the grueling distances of the 5,000-meter and the 10,000-meter. That converts to 9.3 miles of speed skating in a single day. Haydn may have held back a little bit in the 5,000, finishing ninth in the event. Entering the 10,000-meter, the final event of the competition, he held a slim, cumulative lead over two Norwegians. And there were not many who thought he could skate fast enough to hang on to his tiny margin. Now, remember, this is long track speed skating on a 400-meter oval. There are only two competitors on the ice at one time. You get one race at each distance to set your time. Pairing with someone who can push you and extract valuable tenths of seconds is crucial. If you're, you know, paired with somebody that isn't going to be nipping at your heels, it takes a special kind of concentration and effort to keep that winning pace and not just relax. Now, Haydn got a really good pairing for the final 10,000-meter event with the Dutchman Pete Kleine, the defending world champion who was in the other lane. Haydn also knew the time to beat. Jan Egel Storholt had set a time of nearly 15 minutes flat previously. If Haydn could post a time under 15 minutes, he would be the champion. Haydn was able to match Kleina nearly blade for blade during his heat, and then he pulled away to win by more than a second, posting one of just three sub-15 minute times in the 10,000 meter, and he secured the all-around world championship, becoming the first American to win the world title. Haydn would duplicate his feet in both 78 and 79 before skating into Olympic fame with five gold medals in the 1980 Olympiad. His success in 1980 can draw a direct line back to the world title he won on this day in 1977. Interesting fact, his sister Beth was competing in the women's all-around in Keystone, Colorado at the same time. Beth won the 3,000-meter distance but finished just off the all-around podium in fourth place. Also on this day in 1954, Furman's Frank Selvey became the only player in NCAA basketball history to score 100 points in a game. Selvey hit 41 of 66 shots on the night, and of course, this was long before the three-point shot was a thing. He also hit 18 of 22 free throws 
as 4,000 people jammed into Textile Hall to watch the game while many others watched on television. It was the first live television broadcast of a game that had been done in South Carolina. Selby gave the crowd everything they wanted, hitting his final shot with just seconds to go, draining a 40-foot rainbow to give him triple digits. In 1990, Larry Bird's pursuit of Calvin Murphy's consecutive free-throw streak ended at 71, coming up just short of setting a new NBA mark. Murphy's record of 78 consecutive free-throws would stand for another three years until Minnesota's Michael Williams hit 97 in a row. And in 1968, the finals of the Women's Luge event concluded with the East Germans finishing first, second, and fourth. But an official accused the East Germans of cheating by heating their runners, which would make them faster. All three women were disqualified. The East Germans denied any wrongdoing and said it was a Western capitalist plot. And they may have been right. A Stasi document uncovered in 2006 revealed the official who made the call to disqualify allegedly had been bribed by West German officials. That's all for today. More tomorrow on This Day in Sports History.